Genesis chapter 9, verses 1 through 17. Then God blessed Noah and his sons, saying to them, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth. The fear and dread of you will fall on all the beasts of the earth and on all the birds of the sky, on every creature that moves along the ground and on all the fish in the sea. They have been given into your hands. Everything that lives and moves about will be food for you, just as I gave you the green plants. Now I give you everything but you must not eat meat that has its lifeblood still in it. And for your lifeblood, I will surely demand an accounting. I will demand an accounting from every animal and from each human being. Two, I will demand an accounting for the life of another human being. Whoever sheds human blood by humans shall their blood be shed. For in the image of God has God made mankind. As for you, be fruitful and increase in number. Multiply on the earth and increase upon it. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you and with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, all those that came out of the ark with you, every living creature on earth. I establish my covenant with you. Never again will all life be destroyed by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the sign of the covenant I am making between me and you and every living creature with you, a covenant for all generations to come. I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth, and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all the living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. So God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant. I have established between me and all on the earth. This is the word of God for the people of God. seated. We're finishing up Noah today. And then I have a homework assignment for you. Because we're getting into Samson next. Yay, get to read. Exciting. Again, just I want to thank Jim for being available for next this past Sunday. Um, I got to say it was really neat to watch in my pajamas for the first time. 
<laughs> no, I couldn't do it. Um, but really, it was it was neat to watch. It was neat to watch um, the church be the church. It was neat to watch people step in and fill their place and fill a place that was in need, and to have the confidence um, to sit and know that God is doing what He said He would. It was neat to watch. It really, was neat to watch. We are going to be doing communion, as you can see, um, later on. And um, I think it's perfectly situated how God has put together our last time, our last point of teaching in Noah with the promise and having communion because of what promise was given on the cross we get to have and we get to partake of today. Noah, Genesis chapter 6 through 9, four chapters. Four words. Remember? First one, prepare. Second, protection. Third, patience. I know, you sound you just so enthusiastic. Patience. Yeah, I'm still working on that one, preacher. Anyway, patience. Last one, promise. And so today we are. We're going to talk about promise Um Here's your sermon in a sentence. Before I get to that, have you ever been in a situation where you are ready to listen to what someone has to say? It, it may not be because it's a good situation or a good circumstance. You may be at the very bottom of your pit. You may be just, you know what, I'm in the mood to listen today. But you know how you just get so zoomed in and you're so intent on what somebody may be saying that you're like, you know, when this person says something, I'm going to listen to what they have to say because there's a good chance it's going to change my life or it's going to rock my world. You ever been there? This sentence has been churning in my heart for about a week and a half. And I hear it all the time. All the time. When I go to prayer, God's speaking it. When I'm thinking about what I'm going to have for dinner, God's speaking it. It trumps what has been on my mind. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what may come up in your life tomorrow. I don't know what part of your past plagues you. Listen. God has a promise for you that relates to the situation you're facing. God has a promise for you that relates to the situation you're facing. We know this book is full of them. Read it. Learn it. These promises that you read will come back up in your heart and mind at the most unique times, in the most unique places, and it will speak directly to what you're facing. As we've talked about Noah over these weeks, we talked about prepare. 
We talked about how Noah was given an assignment to build an ark. We laughed and joked about the fact that I wish God would tell me to build an ark and not go through this situation that I'm facing. I would much rather build an ark because I know how to do that. This over here, not so much. Not comfortable with it. Don't want to do it. But in our preparation, God talked to us about two things. One, preparing our ark. Whatever it is that God's put on your heart to do. That's the preparation. That's the work that we need to do because of what He is sending. And He is sending the rain. The Bible tells us the rain falls on the just and the unjust, right? The rain is coming. For those who are unjust, there will be things that God is going to do even much more to draw them to Himself. He's in the business of loving and saving people. Is He not? I stand here as an example. The rain is also going to fall on the just. And there are things that's going to fall upon the hearts of believers, of children of God, that they need to be doing or building or putting together because the unjust are coming. You follow what I'm saying? There are things that God's going to put in your life, on your mind, on your heart. You know, I really should do, or I don't know. I think I need to be involved with X. But you know what? I'm not that comfortable with it. That's probably God. Because if you're not comfortable with it, and it seems impossible to you, that's probably the God of all creation who wants to put Himself on display through you. But it's that preparation. What's your ark? What is your ark to build, to put together? Because people are going to want to get out of the rain. And they're going to come looking for places to go, people to talk to, places to get involved, who can answer my questions. Prepare. Build the ark. Genesis 6.22 Noah did everything just as God had commanded him. He prepared. And that's also th something there too. You know, it, Noah did what God commanded him to do. We talked about this. God doesn't necessarily ask. Remember when I talked about I can ask my kids, can you take the trash out? That's not what I mean. What I mean is, go take the trash out. <laughs> this is a command. I'm just trying to be polite. And God oftentimes is like that. We can't forget that God is a loving Father, but He is also the ruler of all. You breathe because He lets you. There's a certain fear, healthy fear, that we need to have with God. And when God puts something on our hearts to do, it's not a suggestion. My grandmother had a needlepoint that hung up in her house for years and years and years. These are the Ten Commandments, not the Ten Suggestions. Right? So when we get this mindset 
and settle in our hearts that when God talks to us about doing something, it's do it. Do it. And it becomes an issue of obedience. But then we see we go from prepare to protection. Genesis seven sixteen. Then the Lord shut him in. So here's Noah. He built all this ark. He got all these animals together. He did all of the work that he had been told to do as God commanded him to do. And God is the one that protected him in it. He shut him in. He's the one that guarded him. He's the one that protected him. So when you follow the commands of the one who told you what to do, he's also going to protect you in it and through it. Next, patience. There came a day when the rain stopped. And that was wonderful. But Noah couldn't see anything. <laughs> he had to wait. And then he saw the mountaintops, and that had to be encouraging. Well, there's land. And then he sent out a raven. And then he sent out a dove, and the dove came back, and he waited seven days before he sent out the dove again. And wait, and wait, and wait. Genesis 8.15 God said to Noah, come out of the ark. If it was me, I probably would have figured out, okay, well I got the olive branch from the dove, so there's got to be land somewhere. I'm out of this boat. I'm done dealing with the animals. Love my family. Nice for you to come. Nice to see the taillights too. But, I'm done with the animals. I've had enough camels. I've had it up to here with the kangaroos. I'm out of here. And oftentimes we get there, don't we? There has got to be a way out of where I'm in. There's got to be, and I've got to find it. The way out is when God says it's time to leave. That's the way. And so we have to be patient and let God, who put us in this situation in the first place, lovingly walk us through all of it until it's time to leave. And when it's time to leave, that's when we read one of the most famous promises in Scripture. I will not destroy the earth by water, and I'll give you a sign, a rainbow, to prove it to you. So that it's a reminder to you of my promise. The entire earth since this time has never been flooded by water again. God is held up on his promise. I got to thinking about Noah and at this point in stage and going, you know what, if, if I was Noah and I had just seen what had just happened and what had just taken place, and I finally get out of the ark, and God sits down with me and he says, look, I'm going to give you a sign and I'm going to show you, I'm going to give you this promise that I'm never going to destroy the earth again by water. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to go be fruitful and multiply. I'd be like, hold on. You just cleared this whole place. <laughs> And you want to redo this again. You want us to populate the earth. You thought building an ark was tough. You got to think of it along those lines too to go, you know what, God has given me something to do and he, and he had Noah build an ark, but then he trusted him enough 
to fill the earth. But I'm never going to destroy the earth again. I find it interesting because the promise that God gave Noah that he would never destroy the earth again related to the very thing that he told him to build. The ark. So it's when we step into doing what God has called us to do and the ark that he wants us to build or the person that he wants us to become, no matter how tough or impossible it may seem, God will walk us through it. But he will give you a promise that relates to your purpose. God will give you a promise and he has a promise for you. Whatever you're facing in life right now, he has a promise for you that relates to what you're going through. Well, Ian, I have no idea what that is. First of all, I want to encourage you to read your Bible. Understand the promises that are in there. There are promises that come to us in two ways. One is through Logos, the written word of God. Okay? The other is Rhema. Rhema is the spoken word of God. Rhema comes from the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. It can be any situation that you may be facing. Something in your job, something in your family life, health, something, anything like that. I can tell you story after story after story about the situations that I've been in, and I hear in my heart God say, it's going to be okay. And it comes in the most unique ways. And at points I'm like, I think I'm losing my mind because these thoughts are just coming into my head. But a good father is going to talk to his child, will he not? If there's something that as a father you have on your heart to tell your child, don't you call them and tell them? Because it's for them. It's for them to get from point A to point B or to get them through whatever season in life that they may be facing. God is the same way. And that Holy Spirit that lives within your life is the direct connection to Father God who is in heaven watching over all of this. It is His Spirit. And He talks to us. And He shares things with us. And He gives us insights to get through the ark that we're building. What God has called you to do, He has given you a promise to go with it. If you don't know, Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 and 8. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Ask. That word ask is, it carries the same intensity as a five-year-old who wants dessert. You know what I mean? We well, said dessert time yet. Can I have cake? How about pie? Ice cream. I know I can have ice cream. Can I have it? Can I have it now? Can I have it with sprinkles on it? Over and over and over. 
until you break and get it to them. Right? And we've all been there. And you know what? We even do it as adults. But that term and that word ask is that intense. It is constant. It is passionate. It is believing that the one you're asking for can get it to you. Seek. Like you lost your checkbook or your debit card. Uh-oh, where is it? And then it goes from not where is it, but who's got it? Check my account, because I know somebody else has found it, but I need it. I need this. Or it's that coupon that you need. But it is such an intense focus on seeking. You're seeking purposefully. You're seeking driven for an answer. Because you're seeking and you're asking the one who holds all the answers. Now at times he allows us to exercise patience during that. But he gives us a promise. Knock and the door will be opened. Knock. How many of you are at points you get nervous when you have to go knock on doors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know we're like, oh man. You know, at points you're, you're in life, you're like, I, for me, I know it may sound odd, but I'm like, I don't think I could ever be a door-to-door salesman. I, I just don't. Because it, I get nervous. Because I don't know what's behind the door. But that house that I know that I could go to, that's a neighbor that I know well, there's no hesitation because I'm familiar with knocking on that door. I'm familiar with the response on the other side of that door. And oftentimes, we're not sure what kind of response we're going to get from God, so we don't even ask. We're afraid to ask. But you know what? He's on the other side of the door waiting to talk. Waiting. If you don't know what the promise is that God has for you in the situation that you're facing, ask Him. Even these three words, ask, seek, knock. The first three letters, spell ask. Ask, and He'll show you. I will tell you great and mighty things that you do not know. Yet another promise. Promises. We're given promises in this book and in our hearts. Read and listen. The promise that was given to Noah, we still see today. God is faithful. He can be trusted. He's got a promise for you. And it relates to what you're going through. Let's pray. Father, Lord God, we are thankful for this day that you have blessed us with. Father, you have blessed us. And while we may have struggles, hurts, questions, you already know. Father, I just ask on behalf of all who are sitting here and those who are listening, 
Father, I ask that you release your promises from heaven and shower down upon us. Father, we may not even understand what that promise relates to today, but tomorrow or the next day may be a situation to where it fits perfectly. So, Father, I ask that we don't dismiss or discount the things that you share with us, but that we hold on to them tightly and we look for where you would place them in our lives. Father, we come to you with hope, joy, and an understanding that you love us dearly. Father, thank you again for just our time together, and I ask for you to bless the rest of the service. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.